Hey everybody, welcome to GSC Friday. I'm your host, Dean Sage. Uh, we're back in Brendan's studio, yes, quote-unquote. studio. Um, actually, it's quite the studio because not only did we do a lot of naked pictures here, but we also did part of the new song, which is the n- new song that you're releasing, but we're actually going to be using it as the intro music for the podcast, which is kind of exciting. True story. So... Um, just, I mean, we're going to get to talk about all of that stuff in detail a little bit later, but just for anyone who just heard that and was kind of curious, what was that, that we just heard this for the first time? It's a very interesting sentence. Oh my Lord. You buy him dinner and this is what he does. Okay. So what was that thing that we just heard? It's my new song, mine. Or is it called hashtag be mine? No, it's just mine. Just mine. Nope. Just, you're like the seagulls, mine. Yep, mine. Mine. A lot of people think that it's be mine. Actually, not a lot of people, but people. People. Well, it might have been the power of your booty, I'm thinking, that could have inspired that. Oh, shush. Um, If you didn't catch it this week, we released a snippet that you've now heard again at the top of the podcast, and we released part of the very first uh, promo shoots that we're doing for it as well, which uh, we're going to talk about after. We're talking about something slightly more serious. because. So what happened was... (laughs) So what happened was... Uh, We recorded this whole podcast. It was really great. Uh, Eliana Starr was here. We had Dakota Wolf with us. And this service that I was using to do in-person... Not in-person, but to do each person's recording on a separate track... Crapped out. Completely. Just horribly failed horribly. And so I actually lost like 10 minutes of the podcast, so I couldn't air it. I was very disappointed because it was really good. Plus, there was a lot of mic issues. There were a lot of mic issues. Um, it was just an all-around, obviously, the podcast was not meant to be. Sadly, sadly. And this is actually one of the reasons why like, we want to get to the point where we can have everybody in the same room. Because like, when Brendan and I get together like we are now, and we can speak into the same microphone, obviously, we get really good sound quality. But we also get the chance to like interact with each other and play off of each other and those kind of fun things. So And you also have to try to not burp into the microphone like I almost just did. Well, yeah, that would be good, too. <laughs> I can edit those. What I can't edit is what happens to my voice if you fart, though. Oh, thank you. No problem. Just saying. Um, so uh, we actually we got into the uh, trans issues with the bathrooms. And um, we, you know, we broke it down. We had a really great thing. And it never aired. And, of course, like this issue just keeps coming back. And I had hoped, I had hoped people would come to their senses, stand up and say no. But unfortunately it seems like we're all determined, at least some of us out there to make this a big issue. So the first thing that I want to say is I want to stop calling this a bathroom bill. I want to start calling this bathroom issues because that's not what this is about. That's like lies. It's what this is about is yet again trying to single out members of our community and they are part of, are part of our community and discriminate against them. And it's, I'm tired of it. It's, ugh, ugh. And then on top of it, he's giving me the weirdest look right now. Oh, just because of the, I'm like a cat with a hairball. Like I just can't get it out. Um, so on top of all this now, so the reason that it's back in the news again is that now we have bathroom vigilantes who are literally following women into the bathroom to double check whether or not they're women. So the very active, and I'm putting big quotes around this, protecting women is actually leading to women being assaulted. And one woman was taken out of the bathroom by police officers while being called sir. I wish there were words. Like I wish there was like a funny punchline I could put on this. This just sucks. 
Yeah, I don't even know what to say. No, seriously, I don't know what to say. Well, what is there? It's very, it's very stupid. It's like, what is there it's, to say? Yeah. Stop. A freedom is being taken. Compl- a freedom of public restrooms is basically a necessity taken of away. public restrooms. Yeah, is basically being taken away. And yet again, individuals of our community that are extremely um, already unprotected are being even more unprotected now. And yeah. it's Cause, spilling over. It's spilling know, over outside of that, too. People aren't allowed to use public restrooms anymore. It's just well, a thing. There was a really great article. And, and I, I need to preface this by saying that I will never and you will never hear me try to compare one uh, part of our community's plights with another part of our community's plights. And uh, the, there have been horrible atrocities committed in the name of race and race relations and all those kind of things in our country. And I am not trying to equate one with the other. But public bathrooms, much like public swimming pools or other public properties, have been used throughout history as a way of discriminating against a group, but also keeping another group in power. So this is not the first time that we've had this issue with bathrooms. We're just happening to have it right now over the issue of transgender individuals. I did see an article, I didn't actually read it, about some religious person going into a Target bathroom and, like, spouting Bible verses or something. There's been a lot of, like, false reporting and... Oh, I did watch an entire video of a woman. So you actually saw this. I saw... This is a different one. Of a family walking around Target, and she, ha- I, I didn't want to turn the sound just because. Well, yeah, it's like you don't need that ear virus. Yeah. But I saw her holding up like the cross and like just walking around Target. No, just no, 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 no. no. So, like, Target is my holy place. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not really my holy place. It's just my place where all my uh, money goes to die. <laughs> very true. Very true. Um, and actually, I mean, don't quote me on this because I've read so many articles at this point and things are blending together, but I'm pretty sure Target has had inclusive policy for the bathroom for like years now. Yeah. And it's only become a problem because these couple state legislators are making these issues out yeah. of an issue that was not an issue. Yeah. And the fitting rooms in most Targets, at least in my area, have always been both men and women. I mean, there's a there's a line from a movie that I think is really great. And it's uh, a, a transgender individual talking to a non-transgender individual saying, if you think that you haven't had sex with someone who's trans, you're wrong. Like this is the same. This is just an issue. Like they are everywhere. This is not like a new thing. These people are, have been part of our community have continued to be part of our community and, and will continue to be. And hopefully in a more open and honest way that we can all accept. But it's like trans individuals have already been using the bathroom. It's already happened, and no one has died or been assaulted. So this is all fear-mongering. This is all fear-mongering, and I hate it, and it, it's just, no. Just no. No. Um, and uh, I have to point out, now, of course, that there, I mean, there's, just, there's a lot of other issues going on. Um, but just uh, today, actually, uh, which is the day before you're hearing this, uh, I guess Oklahoma has passed a law to criminalize abortion. So well done there. Um, there is a theme here, if you haven't noticed it, because they're not really worried about transgender men in the men's restroom. They're really just going after transgender women and women in particular. So Yeah, you know, they're trying to keep women, women as a second class. Yeah. And <sighs> there's one thing that you will always hear me say, which is that the gay community, gay men, owe our lives today to women, especially lesbian yeah. women of color, because at the time where a lot of us were dying of AIDS... 
the people that taught us not only how to organize were the were feminists, but then black lesbians in particular carried on our traditions, the uh, the quilt, the big huge quilt that travels around the country commemorating the AIDS epidemic, uh, which unfortunately is still going on to this day. That was perpetuated not by gay men because they were dying. It was perpetuated by lesbians and women of color and uh, just women in general who were actually helping out when we couldn't even help ourselves. I mean, these are the people that cared for us when we were dying. Um, so, I mean, we have a huge debt that we owe to a lot of these people. So when we see women being attacked yet again, especially women of color or women of, of uh, transgender, like we need to stand up. We need to stop. And one of the things that bothers me with at least the Oklahoma bill, um, I, be- I believe, do not quote me on this. Most abortions are done within the first three months, I think. There's very, and, and, the, and the, whole, the whole idea of a late term, that's another whole red herring. Yeah. But and there, the there isn't an epidemic. Yeah. There isn't much of a. There's, not, there's thing. nothing really there. I'm, Literally, more eggs are fertilized than you think, but they abort themselves. Well, I mean, they, well, they don't abort themselves, yeah, but they just they don't. Fail, they fail to implant. They, yeah. you know, they, and that happens within the first few weeks. And actually, there's been moves to try to criminalize um, even uh, miscarriages. Like, uh, ah, okay. Like, how are you supposed to not have a miscarriage? Yeah. Like, that's just... As if there's not enough shame. And then women don't even talk to each other about it. And actually, miscarriages are so common. It's just a thing. The human body is an evolutionary organism, just like we're evolutionary organisms. Like, it doesn't allow every implantation to take place. It's not... Like, a woman is not a fertilizer. <laughs> a woman's a actual biological organism that is out to live and survive. That's what we all are. (sighs) Okay, so the message here, and I know that I've said this so many times, but really, you guys have to listen. And this is not just a case of the United States. This is happening all over the world right now. Everyone in their local area has to work. And you can't just go out once a year and do this kind of stuff. This is not the kind of thing that happens you know, uh, at a presidential election. This is not the kind of thing that happens when you're uh, electing your MP. This is the kind of thing that happens at the local level that a lot of these people have infiltrated all of the local governances, the school boards, these kind of things, and they've taken over. So this is the point now where about 30% of the population, especially in America, is speaking for the rest of us. And uh, I don't know. I'm kind of done. I'm done with that. I'm a little tired of that. So you, we usually don't get very political on the podcast. So like we're, we're here to have fun and, and remind you guys that there's good things in life. But when something like this comes up, we can't just like not say something. So this is us saying something. Um, of course, we'd love to hear from you on Twitter on the subject. And please remember to get involved in every way that you can. Um, so my soapbox is done. And apparently I'm getting a call from Westerville, Ohio. Is that like a booty call? No. I wonder what bill is due. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, speaking of bills due, um, you need to buy stuff. No. <laughs> um, so, but no, spe- actually, speaking of bills due, uh, we are getting together to put out this single. Um, and it's the first uh, release of the summer, but there will be more because we're working extremely hard. Um, and sometimes you even have your clothes on, which is, you know, helpful. Uh, so tell us a little, tell me, tell me a little bit, like, because... I came into the process after you'd already written the song. What, where, when did this actual this, this egg start germinating? I'm actually trying to remember. <laughs> My goodness. Because I showed up here in like November and you, had, you were like, I have this idea. And you sang it for me at the first time. When did I write this? I know I wrote it at my apartment at Temple. So this has been years in my then. bedroom. 
That would have been 2014. So this has literally been like two years in the making. I don't even remember why I wrote it, to be honest. Well, I have a feeling it has something to do with boys. I'm just going to throw that out there. Yeah, probably. Boys, fickle boys, what are boys? I think I was almost writing it about myself. Maybe, maybe. Because I can be fickle. A little bit, just a little bit. So this is a song about me to me. (laughs) Those are the best, though. Like, I think the best characters and the best art always comes from, like, examining yourself and, like, finding new things. So, um, but because we are a podcast with the word sex in the name, let's talk about you naked. So, blah, 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 blah. No, this is really interesting because you've gone through a process. So I've, I've been shooting you for about a year. And when we started, there were some rules. And one of them was we couldn't see, like, booty crack. Yeah, and you still haven't seen booty crack. Well, no, but you said that that was kind of more flexible now. Yes. Um, so, but I don't think, like, I don't feel like you're like, oh, let me just take off my clothes and then people will buy my music. Like, I felt like this song in particular was actually more you exposing yourself than anything you would do, you know, with the camera. Like, do you feel like you're kind of, like, putting yourself out there a little bit more with this song and with this idea? Yeah, like I said, it's a song kind of about me a little bit. So it's almost like you're singing to yourself. Yes. Okay. Now, we have shot and are continuing to shoot the music video for this. And what really excites me about it is it's really, like, it's interesting because Brendan is both starring in it and sort of directing it. Like, I'm helping. Obviously, I'm holding the camera and, and, and that kind of stuff. But this story has kind of been created by you from the beginning. Um, did you like when you when you when you sing your songs or when you like think of your songs? Do you also see pictures and images that are associated with it? Uh, some that nah, most of the time. There's sometimes when I'm writing where I'm just literally writing, and it has nothing to do with anything. I'm just like this is this is a thing, and those are usually the songs that don't take. So, <laughs> so it's got to have a little bit of like bone to it a little bit of marrow in order to like come to life like you yeah you have some sort of the visual some of the songs don't come to term (laughs) um so i won't i won't i won't go there but i okay so the be mine campaign i think this is something that's really kind of fun and the more that we kind of get to reveal to you about the song i think that you will all start to really enjoy this like can we tease them a little bit about what it is actually about now that we're getting really close to do we have a release date, by the way? Did we decide? Oh uh, yeah, one? we decided on June tenth. Okay, so June tenth, it's coming out, but we're gonna we're gonna start like promoing it and stuff. So we released the very very first part of the Be Mine campaign, which is you with the sign, yeah, and nothing else. And hopefully, the rest of the campaign will start next week. So we've got some more really cool shots that we're doing with Brendan. Um, and I have to tell you, Brendan's actually a really interesting art model, like everything that we work on together, we're always thinking about like, what's the bigger picture? Like, it's not just like, okay, where's your butt? You know, let's take a picture. Like we're actually like kind of trying to figure out what to do and what to, you know, what kind of emotions and those kind of things. So it's, it's, it's been a lot of fun to work on this campaign. I can't wait to share it with all of you, but we want all of you to join in too. And I think this is going to be kind of a fun thing because there actually have been a number of really great sort of body positive photo shoots. One was just, a bunch of uh, guys and they've done this with women before. They're just like, fuck it. We're taking nude pictures and you know, no, we're not models and no, we don't have six packs and Linnaeus Alba. Thank you, Devin Hunter. Um, 
but this is us, you know, this is who we are. And I think that's really important because I mean, even me particularly, like I have a huge body image problem and I don't know that it's ever going to go away. Um, and it's just, you know, so I think it, it's important for all of us to kind of be expressive. And, and I think that's kind of what the campaign sort of, um, all about really is like opening up and being yourself, but also kind of like taking a look at yourself. Right. Yeah. Now, when you named the song, did you intend it to be sort of, I don't want to call it a joke, but is it sort of like, like, are you tongue in cheek? Like, no, I just didn't know what to call the song originally. Like I actually had it listed under untitled for a little bit. Then I was like, okay, well I say mine. So let's just, let's just call it that. (laughs) I find it really interesting. I think that as you guys get this chance to start to hear it more, that you'll see that it's sort of, it's this, it's like this fantasy slash reality. So it's like, I think what everybody goes through when they first, I mean, no, no matter if you end up getting married or not, like down the road, it doesn't matter what happens. I think every time you start a relationship with someone, there's always that like well, fantasy versus reality. And I definitely say since I wrote the song a couple years ago, the song has changed its meaning for me. Like it's not just a song about me to me, but like, just some other stuffs. Well, the thing that really strikes me about it is that you talk very specifically about how there's this fantasy that we all kind of have. And I think it's, I think it's maybe wrong to call it fantasy because there's a hope. Like when you start to go out with someone or you start to date someone or maybe start sleeping with someone, whatever it is that you're doing. Um, if you feel the connection, you want it to be more than what yeah, it is. Yeah, but then you're always already. worried what is it. Like you don't know what it is. You know, and that's – and so – and that can last for a long time. Like, especially if like you kind of start as fuck buddies and you know, then it's like, well, I mean, I really like this person. And then that, that word itself, like, like what does like even mean? Well now to me, the song has almost moved into, yeah, I'm going to get real depressing here for a second. Um, a post breakup song actually. Well, that's kind of um, where the music video ended up going. Yeah. Uh, to, do you think that we could get back together? Do you think we'll never see each other again? Are we going to be friends? What's going to happen? There's a really great philosophical world uh, world word. It's called liminal, and it refers to the Latin word for a doorway, which is called what's called it was called the liminus. So when you're in a liminal state, you're like literally both inside and outside. So it's like that moment where you're both in and out of a relationship or like at the start or at the end. And it's like not quite over, but it's not quite, uh, you know, you're you're not, you're still out of it, but in it, it's like, and I think honestly, I think there's a lot of relationships that just stay there. Yeah. For me, I've, even though the song is now kind of like that to me, I've come to a place where I'm like, fuck, fuck it. (laughs) Fuck it. Like, uh, 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 no, like fuck it as in fuck you. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, and you can send those inquiries to Brendan. <laughs> I really like it. I'm really excited. And it's actually the first time, like, we've worked together for a year in various ways. But I think this is the first project that we really sort of, for lack of a better word, birthed together. Like, we kind of co-gestated this. Um, you're just giving me another strange look. And he's on his phone. It's been really exciting to see uh, this whole thing come together. And I've really enjoyed working on it. I can't wait to share it with you guys and all of that stuff. Um, so what's, what are we going to have them do this week on social media? Not that they actually respond to us when we tell them no, to. No, they never do. They um, never do. 
Um, well, obviously well, find the video that yeah, we find shared. The video. You can share it. And look at the Be Mine campaign that's probably going to come out next week. And maybe do your own photos of the Be Mine. And if you do do a Be Mine, then of course make sure that you tag Brendan in that. But you can also tag at Gay Sex Cast or at Dean Sage Media. And we'll make sure that we share those and retweet those because we like to see those. And I think it's a time to be fun and be sassy. Don't feel like you have to get naked or have to do something like that. Yeah. Just have fun. Um, think about like what... Be silly. Be silly. That's what I want. Be, be silly. silly. Yeah. And think about like think about all of the time and angst that you've spent wondering what the fuck is going on and then find some fun way to share that with us. And we love drawings too. Like we love all kinds mm-hmm. of art and expression. And maybe just maybe I'll release a really short, short, short part of the song on next week's podcast. Ooh. Okay. So if we get some responses, you might get some treats, I think is what he's saying. Yeah. Candy. I'm thinking bridge. Hmm. Bridge is good. Bridge is good. Okay. Well, you guys, I don't know if everyone understands what that means, but... They will. <laughs> so you guys have your marching orders. Uh, we can't wait to hear back from you. And, of course, let us know how we're doing. Give us suggestions for topics. Um, go check out that Patreon account and help us pay the bills and stuff. Um, and all that kind of stuff. Um, but everyone... Well, la, la, la. But from everyone at GSC Fridays, we wish that you have a good day. Yeah, that. <laughs>